You are listening to the Noisy Narratives podcast, a podcast produced by the Women of First Ministries at Frisco First Baptist Church in Frisco, Texas. Here at Noisy Narratives, we like to cut through the noise of our stories and get to the heart of what really matters. We hope you are blessed by what we share. Thank you so much for listening. Isn't it amazing? everyone. Welcome to Noisy Narratives. This is Debbie. I'm here with Christy and we have a Trends and Truth episode today. So Laura is joining us. Hi, Laura. Hi. Hola. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, it's been a few weeks since we've done this, so mm-hmm. kind of excited. Get to talk about some ongoing things. But for, before we get started, Christy I is a- going to mm-hmm. do your thing, your opener, your mm-hmm. word of the day, question of the day, thought of the day. Mm-hmm. I have a question. I would you rather... Oh. You go on a trip. Would you rather take a train or take a airplane? Oh, to car's said... not an option? No. Okay. I'm switching train, it up. Or, train or airplane? Yes. Okay. Would you rather? Would you rather? I only get two options. <laughs> um, a distance. You have to take one of the two. You can't take a car. Yeah. So let's say across country. Oh, okay. So we're talking like Texas to California or California to New York. Laura Lester, this does not I even hate. matter. It does matter because does if not. I'm going to Mexico, it does. I'm yes. probably going to choose to suck it up and take the airplane. But you if we're going really. to like Corpus Christi, I'll take the train. Why would you have to suck it up? Explain to everybody. I don't, I, I don't like to fly. How bad do you not like to fly? There's like, what a verse. Happens? God does not want us to fly, I don't think. I don't think he like thought that that was a good idea is the airplane was created out of sin which is like no but he says and lo i am with you always not high correct so in the skies when you're flying god is not there with you (laughs) and think (laughs) about it an airplane flies higher than the tower of babel would have been and he didn't like that very much Mm -mm. so it just doesn't feel natural (laughs) it's not it is not natural i know the science i know that you're safer I mean, Bill is like in insurance a little bit. And he's like, you understand that if you woke up, got on a plane, went to sleep, got on a plane, went to sleep, got on a plane, got to sleep, that your insurance premiums would be lower than if you traveled by car. Well, because you have a higher probability of getting hurt in a car, right? Of getting in an accident Correct. than you do have a plane Correct. crashing that so you're in. All right? the science and all the, everything says that is safer. Mm-hmm. So My you heart. just got back from a trip, though, where you had to fly. Yes. And I asked you, how was it? And you said, well, with all the the items that you know how to take, it's still bad. What does your physical body do when you get on a plane? I guess it has to be similar to when people have a panic attack. It has to be Your chest sort of gets like, tight. You sweat. Yes. And sometimes tight like days after and days oh, before. days after. Yes. I, I have knew days before. Of, yeah. But I know days after. But I don't have a history of panic attacks. I don't have a history of, aside from postpartum depression, which is another podcast day. Stay tuned. Um, <laughs> aside from that, I don't have a history of taking medication for anxiety. Anxiety. Yes. So when you're, who usually sits next to you on a plane or who asks not to sit next to you on a plane? The kids will not sit next to me. So we have to get different seats. Why? And Bill agrees to sit next to me sweetly. 
because he's king lover. Duty. I was going <laughs> to say, duty. as he ought to. Yes, it's his duty. But when I do but say, but good for him for does he do it with a good attitude? Yes, but he's just nice. like I need to good download my movies and all of this. And I said, why would you download movies? Like, there's no watching. There's no relaxing. There's no watching movies. Like, it's time to stress. It is not time to relax. So you do not even watch a movie on a plane. It does help if I will do that. If I will watch a movie or if I will play a game or solitaire or something, it does help because it takes your mind off of it a little bit. So I I do realize that that is helpful. However, upon takeoff, I am doing nothing but crying. And the person next to me, I will introduce myself and say, (laughs) welcome to... (laughs) You know, if we make it through this together... Um, we will, um, cry together. You're and, tearing up right now. I mean, it's, you can feel it. It's funny, but it, it's, oh so, it's so sad. Um, but I do, I do like to touch them as well. So I do have to. Man or woman, you, you don't wear. No preference. No, yes, pre- so no discriminate. Okay. Um, <laughs> what if the person has like shorts on? Are you pulling the man's leg hair Yes. Out? No problem. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's more of a squeeze. I hate that we're laughing at you right now. I know. It sounds terrible. I know. It is so Laura, sad. I'm like picturing that and it sounds like something you would see on like an Adam Sandler movie Guys, or something. Guys, it's so sad. You can laugh because it it really is. It really is sad and tragic. Does it help you to laugh about I it? I mean, I'm just like, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Like, just talk to me and then I'm quoting Bible verses and then like I'm praying for things that I don't normally pray for. Let's Such see. as... Like, I will say like, oh my gosh, the pilot's children, like, like, please pray that they treated him right this morning and that he didn't stay out too late and that, you know, he's like awake and alert and that the flight attendants aren't annoying him. overly anxious about something else that's yeah. going to distract him from yeah. the plane. Like, mm-hmm. like Tara, like not even on the radar with me. Like Terrace would actually be like almost like a welcome distraction for me on a plane. <laughs> Like that, I can like probably go into action. Yeah, because you have something to aim your yes. source of your yes. anxiety at. Now, Bill says, my mom was like, after my mom flew with me recently, the summer a summer vacation, she said like, I don't know why you ever fly, ever. Ever. So I could do the John Madden thing and just like. Take a tour bus. Yeah, just yeah. get a bus get and a just bus. go. But then time is of the essence. So if yeah, I'm you're going talking two days on the way and two days back, right. kind of you're adding uh, definitely a lot more time. Right. To your if vacation. we're going to go to like Peru, like yeah. I don't want to miss out You'd on have to Peru. Go on I'm going to yes, I'm going to choose air and boat and train, but I don't choose plane willingly. Let's just say that it's okay. a necessity in your yeah. mind. So no. you'll muscle through. Yeah, I I have a pill that She'll they cry gave me. Through. She doesn't. I cry. cry she cries and yes. squeezes through. Yes. And Bill's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, it's fine. It's fine. And he always quotes, like, we have a pilot friend, and he always is like, once you're, like, 40 miles up in the air, like, that's kind of, like, the safety zone. Mm-hmm. And so he always is quoting to me, like, remember? Remember, Dave said, we're 40 miles now, so we're we're good. But then when it starts turning, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's turning. And Bill says, well, we can't go straight because then we would not be going to Mexico. We would be going to Montana, which fine. I like Montana. Let's just go straight. Let's go to Montana. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we made it. And it was very beautiful. We went to Cabo. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. It it is a pretty place. Mm -hmm. It was nice. Yeah. That's interesting. If I could choose not to fly, that would be 
even better. So I can kind of check that off the list and be like, maybe I won't go again because I've done it. But anyway, someone's paying for it. I might go. Again. Yeah, exactly. That's good. <laughs> okay, Debbie, you answer the question. Well, Trains. my preference would be train for sure. Do you have the fear that Laura has? My so I grew up flying because we were overseas. Um, even got on a plane with that. friends, like coming back from the U.S. or from England here with friends without parents or anything. And I was fine, like never even any little bitty fear. But now I think for me, I pinpointed it to after I had kids. Mm. I feel like the fear factor went out up maybe some. So mm. now I do get anxious, but I'm not like that. Like I, I can sit and distract myself. If there's turbulence, I know I'm much more worried about that now. But it's funny. You talk about your fears, like you're thinking of the pilot and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even cross my mind. I, For me, it's weather and birds. <laughs> I have no idea why. Oh. Birds <laughs> aren't think, real. Debbie. I think a bird's going to like fly into an mm-hmm. engine and like, like mm-hmm. you know, make something Did happen. Did that happen or, to Scully, Sully? Yes. Like mm-hmm. maybe yeah. we know too much now. Maybe mm-hmm. you just know more that can happen potentially. I don't know what it is. I'm not scared of terrorists. I have no idea why that never even bothered occurs to me. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's, you don't it's get on a plane and, and like, look and be like, there's a terrorist. There's I don't, the, not even I a little. Know. And it's funny. Oh, I, 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 look I know nuns, people who do nuns. pastors and babies. And I'm like, he's going to take care of us. <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> there's nuns, pastors and babies. So you don't plane. look for firefighters and police officers. Um, what about the no. person that's like the on yeah, what's you that have person called? The air marshals. Yeah, air marshals. I do look for those, and they're not on every flight. But and sometimes I have, like Jamie and I. Jamie and I have played a game sometimes. Like, could he be an air could marshal? He be it? Yeah. Could that be one? Don't could you remember Bridesmaids when Melissa McCartney was trying to find the air, the air marshal? marshal? No, I didn't. <laughs> I haven't watched best. that movie. Actually, it's such a great, scene. really funny movie. It's such a great. movie. Maybe you can okay. find TNT when they like bleep out some of the cuss words, but really <laughs> oh, funny. That's such funny. a great. I movie haven't watched it. But yes, my I will say my fear does not go to that level. But if I'm going to pick my mode of transportation. I would prefer a train mm. personally, even though it would take longer. But I'm guessing Christy is just like, hey, put me whichever is the fastest thing to get there. Is that what yeah, you're thinking? Much. Is that what, so you'll pick a plane if, if you'll get there quicker. Mm-hmm. On a plane is probably safer. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Mm-hmm. I don't have so. a fear of flying. I don't like um, taking off and I don't like landing. Yeah. Those I don't like fun. turbulences, but yeah. I don't introduce myself to the person next to me. For the reason that I'm going to be squeezing their leg. Yeah. I do it for probably other reasons. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't I don't have mm-hmm. a fear. But I do feel like airplanes are disgusting now. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, I get more of like, and I'm not a germaphobe by any means. But I will be like, this is so gross. This is I, so we definitely do feel, feel closer. more claustrophobic, it's for gross. sure. Maybe because I've gotten larger, but I feel like the seats are smaller. <laughs> I'm no, definitely touching. I think touching. you're right. I think I you're right mm. anyway. I think if they feel very claustrophobic. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, that's not a comfortable feeling for sure to be that close to so it many It does people. seem odd. Like the people are wearing like masks and stuff still. And I'm like, but we're on an airplane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're all so close together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the know. air that's blowing through there and... Mm-hmm. All those studies, and I'm like, oh, I'm just so gross. I'm grossed out by flights. And I did work for an airline, let's not forget. So That's true. You know the ins and outs of everything. Yes, and I just didn't know I was scared when I went to work for the airline. Yeah, I find there's a lot of things that can, just as you age, fears that weren't fears before become fears, things that you actually worried about before you don't. It's just Mm -hmm. you don't stay the same. Yeah. And we're thankful for that. Yes. Yep. Which is great. In some ways. In some ways. I'd rather not be be. Even slightly afraid of flying because it is inconvenient. It is. It is. Yeah. Any kind of fear though is kind of inconvenient. Yeah, that's true. That's but some people true. lean into the fears and it's not. It's convenient for their 
their way versus and they'll, right the they'll just greater good yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay what else are we talking about today? we have a few things we're talking about some trends and truths should I um bring up the little poem first before yes. we go another mm-hmm. thing yes so I we did a a few weeks ago we had a conversation about the monarchy and how really like you know God is our king. We have always wanted kings. We've wanted someone to hear that we can see that will save us, get things for us, this kind of thing. Anyway, so that was where that conversation went. If you guys want to haven't listened to that, you can go listen to that um, podcast. But in the midst of it, um, we talked about kind of Harry and Meghan, some Meghan Markle and stuff. And so um, sometimes I go and I like listen to podcasts just to get ideas of formatting. Not that we ever change anything, but still. (laughs) Good to have in the toolbox in case. Just in case. Someday maybe we want to be more professional. But (laughs) no, never. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I was like, you know, I was curious because Meghan Markle has um, a podcast called Archetypes. I was listening to one and this poem was brought up. um, So I looked it up and it was actually, I thought, a really good poem. In the sense it makes you think, right? Mm -hmm. And we thought we'd read it and talk about it a little bit. This is Breathe by Becky Hemsley. She sat at the back, and they said she was shy. She led from the front, and they hated her pride. They asked her advice and then questioned her guidance. They branded her loud, then were shocked by her silence. When she shared no ambition, they said it was sad. So she told them her dreams, and they said she was mad. They told her they'd listen, then covered their ears, and gave her a hug whilst they laughed at her fears. And she listened to all of it, thinking she should be the girl they told her to be best as she could. But one day she asked what was best for herself instead of trying to please everyone else. So she walked to the forest and stood with the trees. She heard the wind whisper and dance with the leaves. And she spoke to the willow, the elm, and the pine. And she told them what she'd been told time after time. She told them she never felt nearly enough. She was either too little or far, far too much. Too loud or too quiet, too fierce or too weak, too wise or too foolish, too bold or too meek. Then she found a small clearing surrounded by firs, and she stopped and she heard what the trees said to her. And she sat there for hours, not wanting to leave, for the forest said nothing. It just let her breathe. I love that poem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. It's pretty so, nice. right? Mm-hmm. So what do y'all like about the poem? What do you think? I love the human nature of, like, you want this constant balance, and yet you go on a little bit on one side, and then you're criticized. But then you, you teeter a little bit on the other side, then you're criticized. So, And I think it's human nature to want to be balanced and also human nature to be on the other side of it. And when someone is out of balance, so to speak, that it's human nature to be like, oh, no, 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 that's not good. I'm going to get back a little bit on this side. So I I love that about it. Also, reading, listening to it being read the second time, I thought of the importance of being your own, like, um, when you can reach that realization of it does matter to you what other people think 
to be honest with yourself. It does. And also the realization of it doesn't matter what other people think. Like it's mm. almost like, again, mm. this balance of it matters to me what you think about me, but also it doesn't really matter mm -hmm. to me what you think about me. Mm. I'm not going to please everybody. You can't please everybody. But anyway, those are some good. my thoughts about it. I loved yeah. it. That's kind of where you, I went to is the struggle that she had at the beginning, kind of comparing herself and what she's been told who she is, but then coming to terms. And I even like how she talked back to the forest, right? Like she mm -hmm. told them how she felt she was, and she kind of was able to breathe out all the negativity. And so then she was like, I'm done with this. And now I'm just going to kind of sit. And she found kind of a place of comfort and rest after she was able to kind of rid herself of that struggle of who am I? How did God create me? What do people think I am? Where do I stand? How do I walk that, that line there? And sometimes you don't walk a line. You get off of the line because God's given you a voice and you need to make the voice or God's given you somebody else a voice. So you need to be quiet or God's given you hands and feet, but he hasn't given, you know what I mean? Like it's that struggle of where do I use my skill and how did God make me in his image, which I find so interesting. I was thinking about this yesterday is how it, in the Bible, it talks about in his strength, in, in our weakness, he is strong. And there's times that when you read the Bible, you go, God is always strong, but he also, it, it's not that he's not strong, but sometimes he doesn't act in his strength so that his image bearers can see him as meek, mild, right? Because so many women are told, mm -hmm. oh, you're a door, you're a doormat, you're a whatever. That's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Like God allowed, like if you look at where we're studying and what we're studying, even in Revelation, you see him going, no, I'm going to let evil take control. I'm going to let evil come. He has every ability to come in and weigh in and pull it. And he can do at any point he can stop everything and he can be totally more powerful than what's taking place. But I think, Oh, that's just, again, go shows God's nature at times when we want him to act. And he's like, I'm not going to act right now. You need to lean on me. You need to have faith in this. You actually need to do something. Christy, you need to walk and talk and whatever, or sometimes you need to shut up mm -hmm. or you need to sit and be still. And like she said, like just sit, she found a small clearing surrounded by furs and she stopped and she heard what the trees said to her. So now she's allowing God to speak. I'm going to interpret it that way. Sure. Yeah. God to speak to her. And she sat there for hours, not wanting to leave for the forest said nothing. It just let her breathe. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you'd have to just have those moments of this is who God made me. And I've mm -hmm. got to sit and enjoy it. And be okay with it. Because you can find the answer to whatever your question is. You can, you can find the answer, yes, on this side if you ask this group mm -hmm. of people, and no on this side if you ask this group of people. Yeah. So whatever you want that answer to be, like, you can find it. You can. Yeah. Well, I just, I and I feel like, too, um, I love everything y'all just said. Because I, I feel like um, if you were to give this poem to teenage girls, mm -hmm. they would say this is their life. Yes. Yeah. I would love to know what your girls said. Yeah, they... Well, and that's and what similar. they, exact they love it. Cause they, what they identify with was not as much, even though we're out in nature a lot, when we go on our vacations, our prep, like that, my favorite place is the mountains. And so I identified with kind of that last part, being able to sit there and just breathe and hear the silence and mm -hmm. know that God gave us the earth and the world to take care of, but then for us to feel rejuvenated and to breathe in that, that we don't get it in these concrete jungles we've made. Right. Mm. But for my girls, it was very much that first half of the poem 
of the back and forthness, yes. like you're saying the balance mm-hmm. that Laura talked about mm-hmm. where she's, where they're saying, yes, you feel like you get it. And then one day you do this cause you feel like you're supposed to, and you realize, okay, no, I wasn't supposed to, I'm supposed to do this. And every situation is a different thing to navigate, a different thing to read, to decide, is this time when I speak up or is this time when I'm quiet? Mm-hmm. And even if I do speak up and I get in trouble for that, was that wrong? Or is the person mm-hmm. who's correcting me actually maybe not mm-hmm. correct, not right? Yeah. And having to constantly read that, right, and learn how to do that is part of the social skills you navigate. But I think as a girl, it's it's unique, right? It's different than a guy. Mm-hmm. I think even though now, don't mm-hmm. you? I mean, that's yeah. I can I can stand with your daughters in their teenage years and a mid forties. Am I mid? I'm a little over yeah. the mid. Yeah. But say the same thing. Sure. Like mm-hmm. you read this and you're like, this is totally that's me on too. some days. Yeah. Some days it doesn't that's apply, true. but some days you're like, yeah, that's, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's my struggle. That's my struggle. But they, a teenager might be reading that from just exactly like the way you said, do I do this a little bit more or do I back off here? Mm-hmm. But as you get older, you can see the other side of it too. Because yeah. when someone comes to you with something, it is human nature to be like, oh, oh, that's a little too much. Mm-hmm. I do want to take mm-hmm. that in, but oh, that just got a little weird, yes. you yes. know. And they may not be mature enough to see that it it's on both sides. Yeah, you're you're struggling with that as as a person who is in a learning position and as a person who's like in a I do worry position. when I think about our teen this Gen Z group coming up mid twenty, you know, the twenties. And I feel like we talked about millennials a lot, just in their pushing against authority. But I feel like in a lot of ways, they just asked a really good, a lot of good questions, but they were hard workers. They pushed for, I like, they I think millennials show up on time though. Well, so that may be true, but how much praise no. we give those. At this kids. point, those are the thirties. Like right now, kidding. those are the ones doing the work, like mm-hmm. in our, at least on their own, world. but they did you know. make us generation before them learn to say, Okay, they can yeah. show up at 10 and they stay till 8 mm-hmm. or they do their own thing or they do it on their phone. They don't be sitting at their desk. Mm-hmm. They and made you have us to, change. You have to yeah. give me a reason. Right. You have to justify what you're asking of me. Mm-hmm. If it's not a good reason, we need to have a conversation. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like in some way, but that's, for that's some people what pushes that's change. questioning authority. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the, our generation and the Didn't older like are like, oh, you're questioning our authority. Mm-hmm. They're actually not. They just don't want to go with, I said so anymore. Mm-hmm. For give sure. me the reason why you said. What's your yes. heart? Exactly. what's your mind oh that's exhausting yes. now I got to talk to you more yes. I just want you to tell me just, just listen text me boo yes. yeah text me boo that's right <laughs> in Gen Z I feel like the difference is I feel like they are more fragile because why I'm not sh- I'm still trying to figure that out I feel like some of it sure, is there's studies there, out there right? I th- and they're developing those studies a lot of it is a lack of social interaction so there's fragility in how they handle people through the day so you hear you hear the word trigger a lot from them, <laughs> right? All all the, the time. time. These are our kids. Is that Gen Z? Yes, yes. yes. Gen Z. 1996 yeah. to 2012. Yeah. Okay. And so um, these are our kids. Yeah. And, yeah. and and all their friends and um, sweet people, right? And oh, we who love I think them. In a lot of ways, are very open and welcoming. Yes. In a lot yes. of ways, yes. a lot of people. Yes. At the same time, they're um, tribal. You know, yes. yeah. they're triggered easily. Um, you worry about the work Don't environment. Don't say for them. the word triggered. <laughs> it's yeah. triggering me, Debbie. <laughs> Sorry, it's so triggering, Christy. Will is like, yeah, yeah. Will is, um, uh, yes, very outspoken and yeah. I'm strong and I don't need yeah. anybody yeah. and this and that. And then as soon as something comes at oh. him, 
It's tears. Correct. Yeah. Well, so Gen Z. And I would Z, say that's very, very common. I think that's super normal for this group. Well, let me huh. tell you what they've been through. The Great Recession, or reminder of what they've been through. Yeah. Right? So the millennials did 9-11. They had 9-11, mm-hmm. Columbine, Google, social mm-hmm. media, video games, Y2K. Remember Y2K? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gen Z is the Great Recession, ISIS, Sandy Hook, marriage equality, the first black president, the rise of populism. So just to wrap your head around TikTok, you yeah. didn't say TikTok. TikTok well, social yeah, media true. becoming mm-hmm. such a crux of yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so and now COVID, right? Where they were inside, mm. yeah, for a long time, which I think has impacted quite a bit of it. Has sometimes. yeah, for the good. It's actually made my kids realize the need for people social interaction. Yeah, yeah they wanted sure. to go back to school, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't think Mine that a too. social media yeah. iPhone kid mm-hmm. would want to, and they were mm-hmm. like, "I need it, and I want mm-hmm. it." Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I do think um, they, when you're talking about layering information, doing all the multitasking that's required of a job, like listening to like how everything's changed. They, some changes they're good with really fast, like social media and you get them on devices and they're fast at moving things. But then you ask them to learn and Mm. apply things in Mm -hmm. multiple ways and deal with people at the same time, different kinds of people Mm. um, that, maybe think differently handling those different ways of looking at life. You would think they would be good at, but they're not, Mm -mm. they're really not. Mm -mm. And it's either this way, my way, very myopic, myopic. Is that the Mm -hmm. word, you Mm -hmm. know, where you have this circle that you look at and everything has to fit in it. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't fit in there, um, then you're not just, in some ways, you're not just, um, hey, different from me. You're actually so wrong that you're making me unhappy. Mm-hmm. You hate <laughs> and me. And I'm hurting. And you, you hate me. Hate exactly. Me. I yes. feel like you hate me. Like, we're so, like, and so I can't be around you. Yeah, I can choose to go yeah. another direction. And yeah. I'm like, so how does that going to pan out in, like, a work environment? Yeah, and that's a good so question. So I just, it's interesting to me when I, so I read this poem, and I'm like, even different generations would look at mm-hmm. a poem like Breathe. And say, I would take this information and handle it this way. I'm going to learn how to not be offended. I'm going to learn how to live in the balance. I'm going to learn how to speak up when I should. Yes, learn. Exactly. But I think some people take this and go, see, this is why I feel bad. This This just shows me why I feel like this all the time and there's nothing I can do. Well, society, to remove myself. society will tell you not to live in the balance, though. A lot yeah. of society will say, do not live in the, you speak your truth. Yes. On whichever side of that poem you're on. But society is such a big word now, though. Like, at this point in the U.S., we are 50-50. There's one society here, one Great society point. there. Society will tell you to do one thing, but you will also be criticized for doing exactly. that. Exactly. Yes, like, you point. are, like, yeah. live, we are such a, it's hard for our mm-hmm. kids to navigate that. So part of me wonders if that's part of the problem, is they are constantly living in this. Mm-hmm back and forth of I don't know how to navigate the adults in my life all being so angry all yeah. the time and so yeah. that is making me anxious you know and mm. I don't know I don't know it's it's very interesting to me um to see I feel like because the difference is for us for millennials it was boomers right boomers millennials oh, yeah. kind of going back and forth mm-hmm. for us I think it's for Jenna it's Gen Z and us mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's we're the two generations I feel like because it's our age group now that's kind of the head of the companies and all that and mm-hmm. it's these new Gen Zers coming in that new are workers. working 
and I feel like those are where those we, are the generations. We grew up, and I think our parents forth. grew up too. No, like hearing like if you don't stand for something, you'll fall oh, yeah. for anything. There's a country song in there somewhere, but <laughs> I'm sure you know we. That's what we grew up, and I think our parents mm-hmm. too grew up. But they didn't have, so they were like, "Yes, we're going to stand for fill in the blank Christianity right. or you know whatever." Um, or you'll fall for anything, but you're not, you don't have social media to then influence as shut much. you down mm-hmm. or influence that. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause you, in general, you probably were surrounded by common thinking, yeah. your community, people, probably mm-hmm, mm-hmm. family and then community and then city and then wherever you chose to live. And now mm-hmm. it's the world. So there, there probably always has been sort of a 50, 50, um, disagreement or, or, you know, what you choose to believe, but now it's a little more Oh, so evident. speaking of, so let's, so we talked about some of the trans true stuff we were going to talk about. Piggybacking off of that. So the Cowboys just played, right? Yes. We are sad. Yes, we are so we're sad. sad they we're lost. sad, but we're not too sad. Well, they showed you, up in the quarter. We lost, Laura. We are sad. Okay. We are very I, this sad. is the non-competitive. Uh-huh. Kind of, but we, we, we can sad. afford the loss. It was okay. We can't. You can the never afford sure. a loss, ladies. Oh that gosh. is a loss. We have you lost. You two are competitive. Coach I, Christy. I had fun watching Coach the game. Coach Christy is in the house. <laughs> I don't know, but I will tell you. I, I just hope both teams had I fun. I didn't have fun the first half because I felt bad for Rush the first half. I, know, I just felt bad for him. Well, it was just interception. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we are sad. We're, we're sad that they lost. So part of the conversation we were having preparing for this was kind of the little pop culture moment things to show, show generational differences and yes. that kind of cancel culture type stuff. So Troy Aikman, not on this game, but this past weekend, he was, um, you he's know, my boyfriend, by the way. Is he? He doesn't know it. Oh. We've been dating for many years For a long now. time. Does Greg oh. know it? That's the key question. Greg knows it. Does he Greg has know? to know it. He knows. Oh, he'll be like, hey, mom's boyfriend's on the TV. And they'll be like, oh, it must be Troy. And I'm like, I'm coming. I'm coming, Troy. <laughs> oh, I love uh, him. I He's, adore him and he's a really good commentator like, great he's, he's like so the good. best yes. Yes. yes yes so he was commentating one a, a football ever. game this past weekend mm-hmm. and of course the um you know the whole roughing the passer issue has come up mm-hmm. with um quarterbacks because they're trying to the nfl is trying to keep quarterbacks from getting concussions right mm-hmm. as much as possible so you're supposed to be more gentle in how you take the quarterback down. They're getting a little nitpicky. Mm. Very. Like, and to such a point to where some of the calls are, like, are changing games, mm-hmm. right? So Troy Aikman was particularly frustrated with the game this past weekend that he was commentated. And he made a comment as the three were discussing it afterwards saying, these are big guys who are quarterbacks. You have to, it takes a lot to take them down. Mm-hmm. I think we need to take off the dresses mm-hmm. in these rules so we can just take down the quarterback. Yeah, it's getting right? a little much. It's getting a little much. much. It's the take off the dresses mm-hmm. comment mm-hmm. that got him in trouble, mm-hmm. right? Um, and why is that? So why do y'all think, like, I was wondering, like, it, I personally do, I'm like, in his point, and he goes, as I've been doing this a long time, I do know better, right, is what he's saying. But I don't know that he disagrees, and he's got daughters, but I don't know that he disagrees with the comment itself more than just saying, I knew better than to let it leave my lips. Like, I knew better than to get it out of my head because... But why is that offensive? Because the three of us sitting around this table probably were like, yeah, 
No, you and I were. Debbie might oh. have been like, that is offensive. Yep. Yeah, Not take off the dresses. <laughs> Just make sure we know. Be tougher. I wasn't like, yeah, I was actually laughing. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I thought it was a joke. Like, be I, tougher. Yeah. Making, and I'm going, because if a girl was playing quarterback, a woman, mm-hmm. the those big old massive guys would come and just be able to pick her up and hold her up for five seconds. Be Easy. like, okay, call whistle done. Yeah. He wouldn't, you wouldn't have to slam her to the ground. Uh-uh. His whole point right. was to, these are big athletic guys yeah. who they train and you're not going to be able to stop a, to sack a quarterback. If you just put your arms around him. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you've got to put some momentum behind it and then where's that line. So I just thought it was funny, but are people just looking? I mean, what, what is I'm trying to figure about out, it? Yeah. I, Chauvinistic, all, sexist, and yeah. a white man, and misogynist. Is that what they're saying? And yeah. the fact that, but why is that? Why the, is it? Is it because, is it because the female looking, listening to that comment thinks, well, you're saying that I'm not as strong as a male? Like I couldn't stand up. You're, you're saying that you, I'm less. You, we used to use the a wussy so or something. What they were saying about his comment was it was chauvinistic. Mm-hmm. What else? Sexist and very white man. That's white. in quotes. Oh, even Twitter. White man. Versus... Misogynistic too. I didn't pull racism into that one, but but we are we are not as strong as those men. No, no, I am not. I mean, maybe there's a but... female out there that could go up against these guys and be like, oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm gonna actually play in my but, dress to but... remind y'all that I am a female on the field. That is what the problem is, though, right? That yes. is what we're saying. The problem is, is that you're saying a female isn't as strong as a male. So you're you're saying and don't be a rules, wuss. And or I exactly I feel like too what he was saying is the rules are kind of prissy. prissy. Like they're wussy. I like that. Like okay. they're prissy. Okay. So if you're saying the rule itself mm-hmm. is prissy, mm-hmm. then you're actually you know, what you're saying if you read between the lines is that being a girl is prissy and mm-hmm. just wussy. whatever. Mm-hmm. Wussy, right? We're mm-hmm. not like you're saying, mm-hmm. we're not as strong. Mm-hmm. We're not as but you we're know, prissy. We're different. We are. We are different, different. But we can't say that now. So that's why he got in trouble. I think. So I think the issue have is to be men equality. can't say that now. I think like even if we say it, we could get in trouble for it. But in the sense that we can say, I'm a woman though, and I am okay with my femininity. Fifty percent of us are exactly. <laughs> that's, you're right. They're exactly right. Mm-hmm. It's so tribal. On mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of us that go. I embrace that about myself. Mm-hmm. I embrace the fact yes. that I am not as physically strong as a man. I embrace the fact that I don't want to put on a helmet and get taken down in the middle of a field underneath a whole bunch of linebackers. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I, right. I mean, but there's still people that hate the fact. Mm-hmm. That we're different. That's all I, I could think of. Having is like why equal they were so opportunity angry. is not the same as like being equal. Like we're all different. Yeah, like mm-hmm. we're all so different. E- each individual. So is why different do you think? Us. Why do you think women are so? Because even the feminist movement originally was to get us rights that we could claim, mm-hmm. so we could vote, so we could pick who we marry, so we could so be we equal can, on that level. On that not gen- level. That's not a gender issue. Like, so voting is not a gender issue. Right, it's an opportunity. Yeah, it's, it's an like, opportunity that mm-hmm. men had, women didn't, mm-hmm. so for I no feel reason. Like, yes, other than power, maybe, or to keep women down. From hearing their voice, because this didn't is want different. To, this exactly. is physicality, mm-hmm. and so I even th- feel like the original makers of the feminist movement would look at this and go, "Y'all are crazy." No, they're like never going to say that. 
We no, s- the original. I'm talking way back, yeah, suffrage we, movement, right. back in the day. Right, like I Mary Poppins. So. Like she, she, yes, she wouldn't have been able to fight so hard if she was like had a full time job. Like if she was working and like, like you wherever just want to pick. Do I want to stay like, at home or do I want to work? Mm-hmm. You just do want Mary Poppins or not? I think she said suffrage movement. I see the Mary, Mary Poppins, Poppins mom, the mom, with the, yes. yeah, her thing that was like and the great song at the yeah, end. Yeah, great. I know, but she was able to like help fight that movement because she was, you know, like a stay at home mom or whatever. You know, yes. she was able to like put her energy and her time into, into that. that work. Yeah. Yeah. I Not to say like that's right, wrong or indifferent, but I'm just saying. She you, it's okay to say if it's right, wrong or different. I feel that's like not. even, don't we feel like sometimes we, ev- we even get too scared to say that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause now we're saying it's wrong and we're afraid to even like, I know there's times I get afraid to even say, well, that's right. That's what I believe. I think that's right. I've certainly been criticized by my children for saying things. I think that's totally true. I think we are our age gap. Like I said, we're Gen X, mm-hmm. they're Gen Z. I think that's a big. I was like, I did not know that was wrong. <laughs> a big gap. So I wonder too. Then this is my next question. Do you think if you mapped out across our country, like a, it's like this infrared map, like of emotion, after Troy Aikman makes that statement, do you think it would show up differently? Hmm. Anger here, laughter here. Do you yeah. think, I think our states have almost become little micro countries that are so different. We're yeah. almost like the EU as opposed to the United States of America. Yeah, yeah I guarantee don't you, you think? it does. Yep. But again, I'm generalizing. I mean, I don't know if I'm true. In general, I, just, I would. I yes, am generalizing general. and making yeah. total stereotypes. And myself. even the ones who didn't want to feel that way, they might be thought they persuaded. So then, what's the move way. forward? I don't know. Well, uh, just ignore it. Well, Oregon, Oregon's move forward is to vote (laughs) for half of their state to become part of Idaho. That's their. Wait, what? Yes. Uh, Say this again. So Oregon is like, you know, Portland and the coast east. Oregon is traditionally very um, liberal. Yeah. And um, the the west side is traditionally very. So they want to split. Right. What color is Republican? Red or blue? I forget. Red. Red. Is... Okay. So they're traditionally very red. Well, most of the um f- most of the state like geography wise is red, I guess, like conservative. Is that because it's yeah, because it's okay. Because it's rural. Rural right? farming. Or, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the population is not there. The population is on the coast right. with In like the bigger California mm-hmm. and the north. The yeah, blues. The blues. And so they never get you know, say they, they never get to like. say they feel like they never get to say they get to say but it's always voted down yeah basically so now their new vote which is on the ballot i'm pretty sure is for them to change the state line so to of, be part of Idaho. like like you have a north carolina mm-hmm. south carolina you'll have a west oregon they're east just oregon they're saying wow. just be a part of idaho wow because so you're republican the way they want yes so wow. re- republican side conservative side be a part of idaho yes the other part blue part just you can have your California. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. have your California. Yes. Right. I wonder if Isn't that'll that work. In- I don't think so. I don't think so either. Because I, I d- they don't have the votes. the votes. But just that, the fact that that's even, even a possibility uh-huh. and thought about and uh-huh. talked about. Uh-huh. It's 50-50. <laughs> yeah, it's always 50-50. It's 50-50. It's still 50-50 yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time it's 50-50. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So okay. crazy. I want to read your tweet that somebody sent out. And what is your response to this? Okay. You can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you. You can't be in a committed relationship with someone who oh, is inconsistent with you. Read yeah. that again is actually what it says. 
You cannot. <laughs> right. We're still in the football world. We're still dealing yeah. with football issues. Because he dealing. said he oh, was Giselle? hurt. Yes. Because yeah. her husband said he was retired. Tom and Brady he and Giselle. But yes. she was the one who wanted him to move to, to Florida, Florida, right? Mm-hmm. But well, maybe. that was a few years. Like, they had an agreement, right, is the impression I'm getting. But again, oh, we don't know anything. We don't know. That's right. Just know the front end of what they're showing to the world. Well, I will say, what, this last game, he lost it and yelled at the players on his team for letting him get sacked. He's done he that before, though. That wasn't a first-time deal. He's, he's, but I'm like, is that the way that. he is when he doesn't get his way? Or is that just the football? Yeah, no, that's football. When does a receiver, like, yell at the quarterback? Like, you right. threw that back! Yeah. Thoughts on he's the married, Tom Brady breakup? He's married to football. I agree with that. He's married to competition. He can't not play. It's so his identity. They, yeah, he has hey, to play. Fast, like, talk about the this? competitive thing. He doesn't eat sugar, gluten, dairy, or caffeine. He goes to bed at 8.30, wow, wakes up at so 5.30. nothing good in life. No, Does he no, take no, care? He no alcohol either, right? He disagrees. No, yeah, no, no. I don't think list, he has alcohol. I'm sure no, no alcohol. His skin's amazing. He did that one party after the Super Bowl. <laughs> Where he threw the trophy. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure that he partaked once a year. If you win it all, you get yes. to. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Because you have, I do like this brought up to me, which you just feel bad anytime you see a marriage looking like it's ending, right? I mean, but, um, and we don't know what goes on, but you do go, you ask the question of how much are we, how much should we all be giving up to keep a marriage? Like what? Oh, you want to measure that? No, I'm going, I want to measure that. No, I'm saying, but that's what we're doing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like we're saying he should give up his career, right? Mm -hmm. If he, no, no, no. Or she should be unhappy. If he he said he was going going to, to, should he stand by his commitment? Should he stand by his, that's the, for me, that's the question. Is your marriage more important than your career? Yes. Or is your being okay? Is your supporting of your husband more important than Than breaking? breaking So he's saying, because that's my question then is where's the rub, right? So he made a commitment to her. It sounds like mm-hmm. didn't keep it. She's done. But when do you go? Even if my husband broke his commitment to me in this area, do I still stand by him anyway? Because he's my husband. Mm-hmm. Or how so many where's times? That line? Or how many? How times? many times? We don't know that. And how many times? They, is they, he they used to have fights like this all the time. Yeah. And then they would say, "Well," and then he would come back a couple of days later. But then that's when the word hit the street of he. They haven't reconciled. Oh. Oh, this is kind of a big deal. And you say you felt bad anytime you hear about a marriage breaking Mm -hmm. up, but sometimes those marriages don't feel bad for breaking up. Sometimes they're a little bit more disposable than what we think of marriage. Oh, for sure. They're I would like, agree with that. I mean, there's people that are essentially they consider like, it that way. Yeah. That it's just not as important ever as me being able to do sure. what makes me a what I consider makes me happy. Decoupling or yeah. Yes. Well, sure. There's that name. Or why that's would, our that is our generation. Yeah, yeah. You can always get divorced. Why would you get married? Yeah. You used to. Yeah. You buy a house and that was your house for life. Thirty years or whatever. That was your house for life. Now, how many times people leave? How or move? How many? Are you times? saying we're changing out our marriges, like we change out our house? Yes. Actually, divorce rates and are at a lower than they've been, like in because 10 they're years. not getting married. Exactly. That's because what they're getting married too. later, and they're not getting married mm-hmm. at all. That's why. Well, you can't have that sad unless you get married. But if so we're people that are if getting we're changing married, out our couches and our furniture, where my parents never changed out our furniture, right? But they in probably fact, didn't because they there was so also gross. the element of money. Right. She's worth what four hundred million, and he's worth three hundred million. Mm-hmm. No, so there I'm, is an element of they can both live on their own at any time they want. Right. To. But if yeah. the aspect of the thinking of I can change this out and change this out and upgrade yep. and downgrade and da, 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 whatever, why wouldn't that why wouldn't people think they could do that with relationships? 
Do you think I've never thought about that way? Do you think that um, the reason those things didn't get changed out as much before had to do with women being tied financially to their spouses before yes. in a way that they're not now? Right. Yes. Sure. I agree with that. So Definitely I think part so of too. it. Well, we've seen it here. Women wait till yeah. they get. They've been at home. They stayed at home. Life was tough. Life was tough. Kids go off to school. They realize, oh, I'm either gonna go back to school or I'm gonna get a job. And then once they figure out, oh, I actually don't need him anymore, mm -hmm. they're out of the house. Mm -hmm. But then are they saying that because they were taking just a lot of hurt and almost abuse in certain yes, situations? Sometimes. Those sometimes I'm speaking of. Yeah. So, you're mm -hmm. so there was a reason other than just, hey, now I'm financially independent. It was, I need to do this because this relationship is dysfunctional and abusive and Or difficult. you're lazy mm -hmm. or you're not fulfilling all of my needs, I think. I could even go back to when I was growing up and I remember my one of my family members, their friend group was that way very affluent part of town. And then uh, once the kids all kind of got, even got out of college, the women went back to work. And I remember th hearing later, so-and-so's divorced. What? Oh yeah. She mm -hmm. started making money and she said, I don't need him anymore. I don't have to deal with this anymore. Mm -hmm. But when you say, and he wasn't abusive, him, but he wasn't abusive. He wasn't he anything. Was not, it was just nothing. There was just nothing there. Not happy. Uh, not happy. They didn't have to work towards anything. They didn't want to stay. So kids. what does God think about that? Then? Yeah. Wh why, why is there, why should there be a commitment? Like if way. I, why should they marriage stay? is a covenant. And if it's a covenant God, though, that means, is, is it a two way covenant? Right. Mm -hmm. So our covenant with God is two ways. He doesn't break his with us, but we break ours with him. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you're saying marriage is a covenant, what does it take to break the covenant? Does that mean mm -hmm. the man in that situation you're talking about, did he break it first by not being a husband? Essentially, did he leave the marriage in his head mind, even though he was in there in his home? Like, is he, so is she then saying, I can leave because he's essentially an unbeliever? And how many people cheated in, in the 50s, but they no, still didn't they leave? No, because yes. they couldn't because of financials more, though, then. Or they just, or they were just like, did we it. It wasn't an option. It we wasn't don't an option. Yeah. And we don't want yeah. people to know that we just we're going to work it rug. out. Let's just lift up the rug and sweep it under there. Because I think we use the or word covenant without remembering how significant that is. Like, well, I think we don't even use the word covenant mm -hmm. anymore. We, we use You're the right. word commitment because yeah. it's not as strong as covenant, as covenant, which is why I just brought up the word mm -hmm. covenant. Because I thought, I think in this context, we need to remind ourselves that it is a covenant. Mm -hmm. So you have to take it seriously. Yes. But in today's world, we like to say commitment. Like if when you have kids, it's sort of like you almost, we need to switch our thinking. Like when you have kids, you kind of like, they're just your kids. Like you don't, I mean, unless there's major issue, mm -hmm. you don't get to just say hand in your just children. kidding yes I don't oh, want I see this where kid. you're going with yeah that. yeah but that's your child right and marriage is part of that family unit mm -hmm. but we're not thinking of it mm. in that way like you're... you can quit your marriage you can't quit your kids right that is interesting because mm -hmm. more people do that mm -hmm. I'd much rather quit my kids on daily basis <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you don't I don't but, but yeah, I, mean, gonna, I think we're in a good place in our marriage that we know how it works and how we're flowing yeah. and you're like okay yeah. well I'm gonna quit you but but I do think to kind of to my own point we always want to quit something mm -hmm. there's something that you're just fed up with right and you're mm -hmm. like oh I'm exhausted I don't want to I want to quit laundry I want to quit work I want to quit whatever it is because you're exhausted because you're tired. unhappy you're exhausted about something tired. and you want to find the source of it and whatever give you the well, source that's when you go you're done sit in the trees oh, exhausting. i just want to quit whatever makes me sad that's when unhappy. you take a time out and go sit in the trees <laughs> yes, and tell right. the take a breath yes, tell the, the trees and the, and the mountains yes, that's exactly right <laughs> and then just breathe yes and breathe for a minute yeah listen good. and breathe and find a safe person to exhale all of your grievances to yes 
Oh, that is key. That's nice. That is And someone that's going to listen, 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 hard, hard, hard. And then when it's time to have truth without judgment. But then when it's time to really, you're needing to focus on some truth and some Mm -hmm. learning and some change, that person's willing to walk with you through that too. Yes. um, Without judgment, as messy as that looks. I just think a lot of times, like to Laura's point, we want to change out the biggest piece we think will make this mm-hmm. we want really quick fixes right mm-hmm. so sometimes we're like changing out the husband is a quick fix mm-hmm. if I just like a sofa. you know cut him out <laughs> of the scenario all of a sudden my world would be better and we know realistically that's just not true right except for certain very key abusive situations right. where you're like girl yes come mm-hmm. on we yeah. can help you get out of that God does not want you to stay in a marriage yes um that is so awful but um I think those are kind of rare, though. I think so, too. I think those are not, I mean, I think those are rare. I mean, we've seen plenty of them, but I think, again, when you look at all the marriages. I saw a meme today that was like, you, divorce is not an option. You need to go to sleep, and we'll talk about it in the morning. Oh, that was, (laughs) but some of us grew up with, you have to work it out at night. Yeah, I know. That was the worst wisdom. It was hard. That's not what that meant. Yeah. It's the worst piece of advice. Don't let the sun go on and go down on your anger, I think. was Like, we miss you so many verses to the extreme. And you're just like. Just let the sun go down and go to bed. I can't tell Just you how many horrible conversations we had as a result yes. of that. Staying up till four in the morning. But I, I was the one. He's the, I, like, I would be like, we can't go to bed. Yes. Do we deal with this? And he's like, yes, we can. I'm like, no, the Bible says. And he's <laughs> like, I'm going to bed. And I would like follow him in. We have to talk about this. And I had to learn to be like, okay, this clearly is not the way this is going to get worked yeah. out. It also says don't overeat. What did you have for dinner? <laughs> like, <True>. okay. Statement. <laughs> That's true. It says greed and gluttony are both really, really bad. Yeah, and they we are. are both often. So we are both, both greedy and gluttonous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's good. I mean, that's a good point. Well, and I, and it's, and I think in your head, I, well, and I'm going to speak for myself because I can't speak for all women. I tend to ruminate sometimes on the things that are the hard parts of my relationship with Jamie, with my husband, right? I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll name him. I love him. Um, but And I think as women, sometimes we do that because we have multiple things going on. There's a lot going on and our expectations of what it would look like to partner with someone and to move through and do this Mm -hmm. together have been set up like since our, since I was younger, I was having the expectations built of what a marriage would be. And then let's go down that Yes, falsely too. Like of what it Mm -hmm. looks like a woman should be. I Mm -hmm. didn't know how to communicate well. I thought women were supposed to be overly submissive. Do you Mm -hmm. know, in other words, He's a man. He gets his way all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes his way made, I felt horrible yep. with it because it just did not. And he didn't even realize mm-hmm. he didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so our communications just didn't work well together. Right. And so it takes maturity. I mean, I was 21. He was 26. when we got married. I mean, it takes maturity to understand how things have, how you've misread things, how you've misinterpreted things, how you've Mm-hmm. how things have shaped you in the past that are producing bad things in the current. Mm-hmm. And it just takes a long time to figure that out. Mm. And so sometimes, and we don't want to do the work on that mm-hmm. personally. Like I like, so then for me, it led to, I feel hopeless. This isn't ever going to get better. Um, yeah. There's nothing I can do to fix this. There's, you know, I'm stuck in this. I'm trapped, you know, all these things. But does jump ship ever enter your brain? I will say jumping ship never, like, in other words, am I going to go file for divorce? No. Now, 
but here's the thing I think with women, you go, you've got your kids, you've got your family and I have someone I'm married to who I love. It's mm-hmm. just certain days. This feels really, really difficult. And he had like his you. own stuff <laughs> and I had my stuff and we thought we were set up for a lot of success because we came from Christian families mm-hmm. and, and we were told in our marriage counseling, Oh, you guys are got, man, you're golden, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So there were things oh, that just took us totally horrible. by surprise. I can see that though. <laughs> you're keeping God, you're both keeping God first. So yeah, everything else is everything's good. And you're like, you're people love you and you guys are so great. And da, 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 you know, and then our best friends got divorced and it was horrible. I mean, it just, there was a lot of things that you just don't expect. You're just naive. What were you going to say? You're shaking your head. I can't remember. I I think Bill would, I never thought about like jumping ship. I think it's more my personality though. Yeah. Well, way more me. Well, and I like when she said like you weigh the, the consequences or like what ifs. I definitely have done that. Like even in, I remember going to college and being like, okay, I'm homesick. Like I really want to go home. Like there's nothing stopping me from just going back home. But okay, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Yeah, Angelina College, nothing against Angelina College. <laughs> okay, the gas station, Walmart, you know, and just like <laughs> yeah. okay, no, not an option. Yeah. So I'm sticking with this covenant that I made uh-huh. with the university yes. to stay. Yeah, I don't think many of us know how to critically think. Like Laura was able to go, okay, so if I go back home, this is what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Do to do to do. do. Yeah. yeah, don't want that. Gonna stay yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And so often we don't. We just jump to a conclusion. We jump to an action versus taking a step back and thinking, mm-hmm. which probably means your emotions have to come down. The chemicals in your brain have to go back yeah. to the normal levels before you can, but to think through things versus to act so quickly. And thinking of others too. Thinking just not just for yourself. Yeah. About oh, thinking yourself. about the man that you're yeah. married to. Yeah. yeah. Or your kids. Yeah. <laughs> the kids. Uh-huh. Yeah. All and the I think blessing. that's what it comes down to too, is like how much of us are willing. Um, sometimes we want to be like God. We don't mm-hmm. want to be like Jesus. We want to be able to control things, do things when God's like, actually, my son is who you should be emulating. Yeah. Right. He's the human I put on earth. And, and I gave you the that's Holy harder. Spirit and I gave you the Holy Spirit to do it spirit really well. To do that. And going back to your poem, people are different. Like when you're talking to the people you're confiding in your different personality than like you said, your husband is and That's our kids right. are different. And that, mm-hmm. that poem, like some people may not, some people may be like, well, I don't care what other people think, you know, mm-hmm. but yes. Then, and that's easier for them. That's, mm-hmm. It's easier mm-hmm. for them. But then at some point you want to say, but let's care a little bit more a little bit, yeah. right. what other people yes. think. Maybe we brush our if teeth you're okay hurting people more than once and if you're okay hurting people with your words, if yeah. that doesn't bother yeah. you, there just because you'd rather get your there. point across than right. hold your words because they're hurtful. Or and that's I a love problem that too. you're not competitive. Maybe we need a little bit more competitiveness when it comes to our grades. I love that you're competitive. Maybe, Maybe back off a little bit. Yeah. Again, this yeah. balance. Right. Of, it's important. Yeah. I'm sorry. What or were seeing you both say? sides. Yeah. No, Christina. I like that idea of going back to your words. Yeah. And trying to be heard. Like so many people want their words out there versus holding your tongue and not saying anything. Yeah. Because that's feel like. Oh, that's a lot sometimes. Yes. And, and God has something to say about that too, about read the room. Tongue. Yeah, for People sure. People don't mm-hmm. want to hear your words. Yeah. Or they know what you're going to say. Read the room. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The that's world will one. tell you to speak. I think. God says, shut up. Sometimes. Sometimes he I says, agree. speak. Sometimes. But usually, says, yeah, he gives you the opportunity to speak and it's done well. People will listen. Done out of love. It's peaceful. It's great to see the Bible, though, too, as being so living that he's like, literally, Mm. he's a lion and a Mm. lamb. Mm. Yes. Both. Both. Yes. That's good. 
That's true. It is lion they're and a lamb. So different. They are very different. They are fifty fifty. <laughs> Do you know the word Jesus animal is, is not in the Bible? Random thought. That is. Animal is not in the Bible. Does it depend on which the no, word the animal? The word animal. Does it is depend not in on the which it um, says living? No, which translation yeah, which, that you're using? Living. No. Like beasts. the word animal is not creature. Creatures. I learned that a couple weeks ago, and I was like, Whoa, "What? Wow, that's a fun ponder fact. things that one. I've never thought of." Yeah, that's those are like the fact. happy, like that's where I'm at in life. Like I want to know the things I haven't thought of, and be like, "Oh, what? Huh. Really?" Well, that's it, everybody. From us, we enjoyed this. Trends and truth is always fun. Thank you, Laura, for being here. Yes, Thank you for anytime. constantly coming back and being willing love to talk it. to us again. I love it. We appreciate it. So, if you have to fly to get here. That would be a problem. We won't make you take a puddle jumper. <laughs> yeah, all I do know is if we have to go somewhere together, I guess I should be getting a seat. Like, no, I should get a seat right next to yes, you. Yes, you should. So I, need, I can be I a need friend. support. Yes, yeah, that's thank right. you. That should be the right answer to that question. Versus her kids that say we'll be in the back or the front. Yeah. point. Yeah, they're mean. Like I can't watch it, mom. I can't. Well, you know, a lot of it is they can't watch it. Yeah, you well, know they, that's hard for them to watch you having yeah, a hard time. I think they just. Don't you think? I think they want to relax, and I'm not. You're not going to enabling relax for sure. Yeah. So, so they're not scared. They're Only not when scared. they watch me. They're like, I didn't know we needed to be scared until we started watching you. <laughs> okay. Well, until next time, everybody, this is Noisy Narratives out. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Life can be-